Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and this week, with Pete Donaldson away, we're joined by the one and only American Pete. Hey, I'm back again. <laughs> like a wacky pirate. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, on a scale of one to ten on disappointment, I am sorry I'm back. Wise, it's, not, it's good. It's, it's good? good? Okay. It's nice to mix it up and hear your wonderful, soothing Kansas tone. Mm, the, it's nice. the no accent. That's what we have. Is it? Is it a neutral accent? Yeah, that's right. In fact, on uh, in a, when you're studying for stage, it's called Standard American. What's uh, Atlantic American? Uh, like... James L. Jones. Yes. Or, oh, dude, it's like, welcome to California. Let's hit some tasty waves, What bro. about New York? Yeah, what do you want me to do about it? I got a couple of guys who knows the guys. What about Florida? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I have family in Florida. They're my good friends. You, but uh, I'm just, just joking. You I think just the, cost me a thousand listings. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't, you know, in Kansas, we don't have much going for us anyway. But um, it's better than Missouri where I was born. So there you go. We have kind of a hillbilly kind of in Missouri is our stereotype. But... The important thing is, is I'm back. We're here to bring the good people some news about Japan. Some joy, some laughter, and probably more. But welcome, guys, and uh, sorry to all our Florida listeners. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love Florida. <laughs> and uh, what, other, what other states are there that we can afford? What about Texas? Well, howdy, partner. <laughs> Let's go buck some Broncos. Bucking is like catching. Yeah, and, yeah okay, go. Are you what about them? Chicago? Uh, actually, Chicago, the Windy City. Uh, wait, I'm not an impressionist. This I'm is not the whole actually, podcast. I'm not any good at doing voices is the problem. What about but, David Attenborough? Ah, uh, here we are, live in this <laughs> studio in Sendai. Two majestic beasts stand flapping their gums in front of a microphone. <laughs> One is stupid and offends people. The other... A fan of chicken. Something sounds really wrong. Gum, gum. You say gum flapping? Uh, yeah, flapping their gums. Oh, it dear. means uh, mindlessly speaking. Is that like a Kansas it's expression? It's a Kansas expression. Wow. We're learning a lot about Kansas. But this is, of course, the Abroad in Japan podcast. We're here to chat Japan. Mm. And our first story of the day is from Phil, who begins Hi, possible pen pal Pete and coercively criminalistic Chris. Wow. Mate, I nailed that quite well. Wow, what, what did he that? say? 
coercively criminalistic Chris. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Hope you're both well. On my second venture to Japan after visiting Nara and Osaka, I went to Miyajima, uh, the island of Miyajima, and stayed at a hostel nearby. I've also been to a hostel near Miyajima. It's probably the same one. I think there's only one. I met a few travellers from different corners of the world and we proceeded to get really drunk with drinks from the local shop as well as the in-house bar. One of my newfound friends seemed particularly keen to get us all drunk and have a lovely time uh, and came across as a really lovely Kiwi and we got on quite well. That means New Zealander. Oh, okay. Uh, One of my new... (laughs) I woke to find that my wallet had been emptied of all of its cash. I assumed I must have dropped it and searched about my belongings and racked my brain as to where it could have gone. Surely I hadn't spent £300 on alcohol. I went to reception to report that I had lost or been relieved of about 50,000 yen and the staff looked really worried, especially when I asked if they thought I should contact the police. I managed to keep my cool and not let it ruin my trip, but it annoyed me all day and I felt suspicious of everyone that I'd spent the night before befriending. We all ran over the ins and outs of what happened and it turned out that one of the others had also lost some money. I stayed in touch with everyone on Facebook and much later it transpired that one of the people who was working for bed and board had been let go for helping himself to customers' cash. It wasn't the guy I got on with, sly bastard, it was the staff. It just goes to show, even when you're in a country as safe and honest as Japan, you can always get robbed by cheeky gaijin. Uh, Keep up the great work, Phil. So there you go. It was a foreign, a foreign member of staff at the place. Yeah, it sounds like it yeah. wasn't a Japanese person, but another Kansan expression that my mom used to tell me: "Crime has no address." Uh, what if it's a yakuza operation that's based in a building? Definitely has an address. Uh, but <laughs> but the, way, the point that's is, the is e- that, that's the easiest. No, but her, Kansas saying yeah, to, but to destroy. I think you know normally you wouldn't have an, a public address of your crime, but I think the the, the reasoning she always told me was. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be in a safe part of town or in a beautiful tourism area. Always got to take care of yourself first. Well, I mean, when I used to stay... I mean, I used to stay in hostels quite a lot when I traveled around Japan the first three years. And uh, you'd stay in a dorm and it's pretty dodgy. You know, all your possessions are just like on your bed. Yeah. So do be careful. While crime in Japan is quite rare, and especially crime committed by Japanese folks, if you do go to like a bed and breakfast or a hostel... Uh, be wary of other foreign travellers. I, I know quite a few people who have had incidents where other foreign travellers have nicked stuff. Like I think yeah. uh, uh, Norm, Tokyo Lens, he did a video where he'd come back from Canada, I think, and he was on a on a bus from Narita Airport and he fell asleep and he woke up and his wallet was gone. Wow. And that he reported to the bus company and they showed him CCTV footage of some dude, a uh, foreign dude, sitting behind him on the bus. And you could see him, like, slowly put his hand into Norm's bag, rummage around and pinch the wallet. Wow. Yeah, so be careful. Don't let your guard down in Japan. Yes, it's safe, but there's still risks that things can go wrong. I've and, had uh, three bicycles stolen in my 10 years. Oh, well, years. that's the most common theft yeah. in Japan, yeah. And um, we never know who did it. Could have been a foreigner, could have been a Japanese person, but... Be sensible. Be careful with your most trusted belongings, and it's it's easy to lower your guard here, certainly. But how and when were they stolen? Uh, all of them were stolen. Oh, I'm sorry. Two were at my apartment complex. Mm. One was it was parked outside of my place of work. Did you tie it up or? Lock uh, it? Two of them were tied. One I neglected. 
how did they get the ones that were locked up? They well, they were the the bike. The chain was through the wheel and around the spokes and stuff. Or like I don't know. That just, that just sounds yeah, like yeah. I didn't do no, it all. Right. Yeah. So they just took the whole bike and maybe <laughs> cable. So you think that would give it away? Watching someone carry a bike down the road over yeah, their shoulder. I know suspicious behavior. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, but I think. And the other crazy thing about Japan, and it's slowly changing, but it's a very, very much a cash society. So it's not uncommon to carry three. $400 in cash mm, mm. on a big night out with your friends. Absolutely. So that's something you got to be careful of. Yeah. Chain wallets may be making a comeback. <laughs> Chain wallet. Do you ever had one of those? Uh, of course not. No, 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 you're cool. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Chain wallet. I yep. mean, yeah, just be careful of that. It's a shame, actually. Japan needs to hurry up and have... That's one thing, going back to the UK, you just don't carry cash. Every yeah. payment, as long as it's like over a pound... You can use your card to pay for it. What so you, about a 10p Freddo? Uh, just buy 10 of them. Okay. <laughs> I did have that. I was like, I went to buy some mints and some water and it came to like 90p and the guy was like, sorry, mate, you're going to have to buy more. Or wow. Pay cash. So I bought like some more mints and he was like, brilliant, well done. And that was it. So it, yeah. when, when I was in America about, you know, quite some time ago, earlier this summer, almost half of the places I went to did not even accept cash at all. Period. Well, it's kind of annoying having cash. I like it personally. Um, it keeps track of how much I've wasted throughout the night. Mm. But like, because with the card, I just kind of swipe mindlessly. But like, uh, <laughs> well, I wish you would when we went out for dinner, Pete. Oh, here we go. If Pete takes you out for dinner, here we go. If Pete I... takes you to dinner, get ready for him not to swipe his card oh, mindlessly. Oh, you. That's You'll right. I'll be, be paying with cash. How <laughs> dare you? Go check the tape of all of our exploits. Oh. You put this on recording and yeah, people besmirching my good name. I'm gonna <laughs> rob you later now. <laughs> oh God, shouldn't have let him in the studio. Shouldn't have let him in. But uh, there you go. Crime in Japan, it does happen. Now, over the last few weeks, we've had a serious uh, heat wave in Japan. I think it's the worst I've read since the records began since 1875. Yeah, it has died down a little bit. I think this week. Yeah. Well, here in in Sendai, it's it's nice. There's been a, a kind of a rain front the past few weeks mm. but in Tokyo it's blisteringly hot unbelievable yeah and I'm glad I'm not there we're only <laughs> separated by 90 minutes of bullet train but it's like a, a 3 to 4 degree Celsius difference oh, it's a man. big difference yeah especially with the humidity yeah um, but Sony have been making bank out of the weather they've been selling with great effect their wearable air conditioning unit which sounds like a mad invention from the 80s it does uh, but it is incredible, and uh, I've actually just bought one, which is on its way here, and I'm going to make a video about it, because I think it's just something that is mind-bogglingly insane and feels like a wacky invention, right? Uh, but basically, it's an air conditioning unit that you put into your... You sort of hang it over your neck at the back, and it goes under your shirt or top, and it blows cold, sort of air-conditioned air down your back. It's okay. an incredible invention. It's called the Neon, Neon Pocket, it's called. It's been selling out. Um, the name of the device is now in its third it's the device is in its third generation now this is interesting because you know when you walk around Japan it's not uncommon to see people still using the old Edo looking fans mm -hmm. you know like still fanning themselves off or um, sometimes you go out to these places that'll have like a mist shower constantly blowing so that you can cool off as you go through them but I think if we could actually perfect a wearable aircon unit that sounds like a dream come true for me Potentially. I mean, I feel like just stay hydrated, maybe. 
how much do you think one of these pockets air pocket things cost? Uh, third generation? Yep. Uh, how much I don't do- know. I don't pay for things. So what do they cost? <laughs> Swipe that car. I'm going to say Ichimango Senen, which, you know, $150. Very good. It's... Uh, Ichiman Yonsen uh, Wow It's 14,850 yen I was very close $109 Because of a weak yen but, Right uh, well, Yeah I was doing 100 yen equals a dollar It's pretty good sure. value for money though For an air conditioner That you just put in your back well, I was in Akihabara recently, and I, mm. I got to wear like an aircon jacket, and it, it yes. seemed it was it worked and it made me cool, but it also was like wearing a winter jacket. It the tech yeah. wasn't. It was like eight fans in there, and so you see a lot of construction workers in Japan in summer wearing these jackets, and it's insane. I remember the first time I saw it, or rather heard it, because you just hear <laughs> sounds like a like a backup generator stuck in someone's back and then you see people wearing this sort of like jumpsuit with a fan in the back at the top it looks like a really tacky Iron Man costume but it blows all this cold air and keeps them ventilated but the Sony one so it it lasts 100 minutes it's charged via USB-C and it it lasts from 8 to 61 hours in cooling mode or 27 Hmm. to 54 hours in warming mode depending on the intensity so you can wear it in winter as well well, that would be good for you because you're full of hot air with your accusations. <laughs> <laughs> About that my... was clever. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Give yourself a pat on the back. Thank you. But actually, it only kicked off in 2019. This neon pocket, this cool one, uh, it was. It actually succeeded in a crowdfunding campaign. It raised 66 million yen, about $500,000 mm. in just one week. And uh, as a result of their success, Sony got involved and started putting them out for retail and moved just 10,000 units uh, in two days so it's been hugely popular and I think that it's now it's third iteration and uh, I went on Amazon and a lot of them had sort of sold out okay right. so your yours is coming though it's like the PlayStation 5 that you promised me but I never got <laughs> wow could you stop with these baseless accusations what do you mean today? baseless you know there's the last a, time you were on this t- podcast listen to me I'm gonna, I did, I've been working on it they're hard to get but there is a slang around town with they say oh that's the Pete special which means I goes pay for the bill secretly without you looking you just maybe don't notice i don't think what it's are you talking true. about Pete, if, if we go back in time one year i think the first time you came on this podcast you were like i'm gonna get you a playstation 5 dude no problem and then we're a year later and nothing's happened you know and, I've, and every week i'm like where's my playstation pete well, you promised me. And you're like, well, the guy who promised me the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a little guy. bit busy he's, right now. He's on a ship. He's in the Navy. He's not he on. He's not on dry land. Excuses, mate. Where's All right, my you can just have mine at this point. Yeah, you can just take it. I'll trade you. I'll give you my portable air conditioning unit for the PlayStation. Deal. Job done. Both made by Sony. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine if we'd had the. Um, the portable heater on our Hokkaido trip when we were sitting in the snow having oh my God. Uh, cup noodle, right? Yeah. Which is the most pain I've suffered last year. Certainly. S- sitting in that snow, <laughs> minus 10, having my skin like go like bright red and just die. Uh, yeah. If I'd had the heating pack thing, blowing hot air in, well, we sat there for hours. And you know, the, the one thing about that experience was our noodles could have used that too because they froze <laughs> so fast despite being piping hot. If you didn't see it, uh, Pete and I travelled to Hokkaido last year to the most northern point in Japan and Pete's dream, uh, while some dream to be president or to walk on the moon, 
Pete's dream was to have a cup noodle in the snow, and we did it. We 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 went big, um, but by the time so when you get the cup noodle, you can mm. pour hot water into it in the convenience store. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, but by the time we drove five minutes down the road and sat in a field, the cold <laughs> air had like frozen it. Yeah, it was like eating frozen noodles. It was like the Neyman Rayman noodle that I despise in Morioka, the cold noodle dish. I think the worst part about that behind the scenes little trivia was we still had a sizable drive ahead of us to my little next spot that we were trying to get to and uh, what next spot it was like to the northernmost point of Japan we were just doing one giant trip my pants were soaked (laughs) through seven straight hours in the car of just frozen soggy jeans it was the trip of a lifetime never again best ever I don't know about that. It was quite fun, actually. It was great. I'll never forget from that trip to Hokkaido, like how... Because it was kind of a COVID time. Most, a lot of the towns were sort of just dead. Yeah. We went to Otaru, which is really famous for its beer breweries and uh, shopping district. Everything was shut. It almost felt like no one lived there. It was kind of chilling. It was yeah. It kind of sad. It was a really quite depressing trip. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. And uh, lots of great memories that you can explore on that video. Go and watch it. Um, but no, I'm going to check out this air conditioning unit. I've just bought one on Amazon. It should be here in two days. And I will make a video about it on the Chris Abroad channel, guys. So maybe by the time this podcast comes out in a few days, the video will be up. But it never is. Whatever I say. <laughs> it well, never is. at the very least, bring it to Tokyo next time you visit. And I'll oh, trade I you for the PlayStation. All right. It's a promise. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. I want that PlayStation. Fair and square. At last, we can play Cyberpunk. Oh, great. Let's do that. Once and for all. Yeah. Uh, We'll be back in a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stresses. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But... 
if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash Japan. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Donaldson? I've said, I've said hey, Pete Donaldson. All right, Pete Donaldson. Oh, I'm so used to staying the line. I beg your pardon. What have we got this week, Mr. Macy? Is that your Pete Donaldson impression? Kind of close. He's not going to be happy. Yeah, well, it's hard to do his voice because he's from the north, right? Yeah, I can't do it. I, I beg do, your pardon. I don't know what you say most of the time. Uh, what's uh, yeah you're right but I think it's a little bit more nasally so I, that's why I messed up in a good way My anyway hi chaps how do you tend to show thanks to drivers when they let you pass I've been used to the wave of thanks in Britain but I hadn't thought if it transfers to Japan and I found myself doing a little head nod in such situations am I on the ball or should I be doing something else Reese so if you pull out if someone lets you pull out in front of them you hit the hazard lights yep. as a thank you um, and if you see them quite visibly you just sort of give a little nod don't you it's the hazard lights is the universally accepted yeah, yeah, method yeah. hazard lights or nod uh, yeah if they can see you just give a little give a little nod yep. a little bow what about a little blast of the horn don't do that okay. that's just annoying that's Americans <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> yeah yep. just give the nod and all will be well but the hazard that. lights I think is the specifically well I didn't know about that I, I don't know if we do it in the UK but I certainly didn't every like for the first five years of driving there I never did know that well no but in Japan you, did, you blink in the Japan, lights in Japan yeah, yeah you yeah. blink your hazard I think, lights uh, yeah. I, I never did that before I came here though we no 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 certainly not we, oh. do the, we do the wave the head nod wave combo. The head nod wave combo. You lean forward and give the gesture. Not like the finger, but like the, t- <laughs> the double finger. <laughs> Encouraging words, though. All right, <laughs> you go ahead with the next one. We've got one here from Neil in Glasgow who says, Hello, Karaga Chris and Pongash Pete. Uh, <laughs> what's Pongashi? I have no idea. I want to look it up, though. <laughs> Pongashi Pete. Pongashi. I dread to think. Uh, planning a four-week trip, I am in... Oh, don't want really speak about Yoda. Planning a four-week trip, I am, to Japan in January or February. Oh, Pongashi, what is that? It looks like a Rice Krispie it's treat. It's like a Rice Krispie cake mm. thing. Uh, planning a four-week trip to Japan in January or February. One week is split between Nagano and Sendai. What day trips from these cities to nearby attractions or places would you recommend? Thanks, guys. Neil in Glasgow. That's a pretty interesting itinerary. Nagano and Sendai. Both. Not the usual path. It's not. I mean, that's the path that Ryotaro does because I think his partner, his wife lives in the... It's from, like, Nagano area. Mm. So he's always in Nagano. So maybe he'll give you a ride, Neil. If you bump into <laughs> Ryotaro in Nagano or Sendai and you want to go to the other place, just ask Ryotaro. He'll give you a ride. But uh, what is there to do? Um, I mean, Sendai, we've got Yamadera Temple. We've got Yamagata Prefecture, which is beautiful. We've got uh, Matsushima. Tsushima Bay, Morioka, if you want to do the Wankasoba Noodle Challenge. Uh, last week's episode, we had Wankasoba, what was it? 
the one the conveyor challenge. belt sushi in Tokyo, but yes. the original one in Morioka. They now have conveyor belt wankasoba in Tokyo. But don't do that. Go to Morioka and do the right. real thing, right? And that's only about half an hour north of Sendai. So I'd actually say that's pretty like what I would do and what I take a lot of friends to do. Um, I've always said build your trip in Japan around food because Japanese food is really hard to come by certainly in Europe in the UK anyway um, good Japanese food's hard to come by sure easier in America yeah uh, on the coast yeah yeah I know it's easier in like California and whatnot yeah. but like it's still hard to find a lot of those dishes and I think by basing your trip around food you get to explore Japan and try lots of unique dishes like each prefecture has their own variation and different version of food so I guess you covered it pretty well, but there's two things that I can recall living in near Nagano. Yeah. One is it has it does have a lot of skiing and snowboarding it opportunities. Does. So if that's something you're into, ski capital of Japan. That's right. And then I remember one time we went on a road trip, and you took oh, me man. to this lake that had this golden statue in between Morioka and I don't know the other Iwate. Yeah, area. that was Akita. Yeah, go there. Is that nearby? No. Don't, Don't go, go there. there. That's not near the itinerary. <laughs> there's nothing to do there anyway. But that lake was cool with the golden statue. It's just some water. It is. And it's going to be statue. frozen. Yeah. Don't go there. Go okay. to Nagano and... Uh, Snowboarding. See the Jigokudani Monkey Park. Okay, that's a great go one. Yeah, there. there you go. Nice shout. Nice Went shout. Went there with Connor back in uh, April. And it was, I think we both enjoyed it a lot more than we thought we would. And uh, I'd recommend that. And that area has a... There's a beautiful town called Yamanauchi. And that has some of the nicest Nyokans in uh, all of Japan and that alone is worth a trip so Nagano beautiful skiing Nyokans monkeys what more could you want we got one here from Vilma over to you Pete hello peeps my question is simple and I don't seem to find an answer to it the first thing I always look for when visiting a foreign place is toilets I'm afraid of having to go and not knowing what to do and where to go. Forget about a place to sleep or eat. With me, it's the lack of toilets that freaks me out. Are there public toilets and how often can you find a place to go in rural areas? Do all restaurants or cafes have a toilet? I promise to buy one of your t-shirts if you answer this question. (laughs) All right, well, I want my T-shirt being sold. <laughs> I, I actually think it's easier in the countryside to find a toilet than the city sometimes. Because mm. uh, in the countryside, all convenience stores have a toilet, right? Whereas in the city, they don't. That's they true. don't want drunkards coming in yeah. and abusing their toilets. So it's actually quite difficult in, in downtown Tokyo or here in Sendai to find a toilet in a convenience store. Whereas the countryside, every shop, restaurant, cafe, convenience store has a toilet and all sort of parks have a toilet open 24 hours yep it is easier to find a toilet in the countryside i think as i'm the same way toilets are very important (laughs) to me i have like a pretty good knowledge and database of toilets around public places in (laughs) tokyo and yokohama in case the need calls but i think that the good thing about living here is even in the busiest cities with a proper you know, planning, you mm. will be able to find toilets almost anywhere, especially if you're going to and from places near the station. There's usually something either in the actual platform area mm. itself or there's some shopping centers nearby that has one every two or three floors. But don't go to convenience stores in Tokyo thinking, I bet you there's a yeah, toilet yeah. here because you're going to be disappointed. It's important to remember that, you know, most, a great deal of Japan's population, I think most are over 50 years old. And a great proportion is 60, 70, 80. Uh, because of the elderly population, yeah. you know, they kind of, it's, it's an important thing having toilets around. Although they do wear 
nappies, don't they? I should probably look into that with my bladder. I think Japan sells more nappies for adults than children, actually. Oh, dear. It's a really famous trivia fact that everyone always wheels (laughs) out. That's uh, so sad. But it's kind of cool, though. It's nice healthcare. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose it is. There you go. Yeah. Well, keep an eye out for toilets. And you know what? I would also recommend this is kind of a this is a little advanced tip. Always go to like the second or third floor for toilets because the first floor always has a longer line and the toilets are usually dirtier and smaller. But the second and third floors, that's the ticket. Pete knows his toilets. I do. But he doesn't know how to get me a PlayStation 5. Or I guess pay for bills. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. So when we last left you uh, in the video talking about your teaching career and how you were ending it and becoming a Twitch streamer. How have you gone in those last three months? How's it actually been as a Twitch streamer? I don't know what Twitch is. It sounds like fun. You stream a video? Yeah, it's basically bankruptcy, depression, and losing all... No, it's uh, (laughs) Twitch is a platform where it can be video games, but generally speaking, it's a platform to stream live. Do you miss your teaching job? It's crazy to think... All the time I've known you, three, four years, longer, longer than that, actually, that. five years, bloody hell. Yeah. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's been five years since we met almost, and uh, for the first sort of four and a half years I've known you, you've always been a teacher. That's always been a topic that's dominated your life and our conversations. Sure. Every time I see Pete, in the past, you'd be half dead, unfortunately, work to the bone. It'd be really hard to meet up because mm. of your job. That's right. And now you are you, you look happier you look well more, rested you, you know it's impre- it's a quite an interesting and it's quite a heartwarming transition but like how's it felt it to me it's been the single greatest uh change in my life not because teaching was bad or or uh you know unpleasant i i enjoyed teaching the kids i liked working with the co-workers mm. but the hours and the limited availability to do creative endeavors or to pursue things that i was genuinely interested was impossible. Mm, mm. So for me, um, since I left at the end of March, it's been such an amazing experience to be able to meet people and talk about projects of whether they're going to be successful or not. It's irrelevant. It's the fact that sharing creative ideas, playing video games, and being well-rested is the biggest change after my nearly 39 years in this planet. I mean, whenever I saw you, you always had really bad bags under your eyes. Your complexion was... <laughs> I understand the hours you did were ludicrous and so it's been really awesome seeing that you've come out of that finally and it's done your health physical and mental world of good right well I have to say once again not the last time thank you very much for not only goading me into doing more with my time and with my um Abilities. That sounds weird, but <laughs> it's like a uh, lack of abilities. Fucking Batman, um, Superman. <laughs> but you always pushed me in that direction, and you—you you were the one who gave me the camera because my little Logitech was just—you couldn't stand to look at its frames per second. I—I I, I gave you a top of the range Panasonic GH5 to stream with. Still no PlayStation Five. I think you. The were more looking, of the story, okay, guys, yeah. is never help anyone, especially oh, if they're from man. Kansas. Unbelievable. Here I am trying to compliment you, but no, I, it was you know I because of you I've met all these interesting people and I've been able it's opened a lot of doors that would almost always be close to someone like me not at all and I appreciate that so thank you it's it's cool and I and I hope uh, your career goes onwards and upwards and I'm sure we'll see you in some abroad in Japan videos soon uh, by popular demand a lot of you guys both viewers and listeners of the podcast and the channel have wanted to see more of Pete and uh, I've no doubt we'll see him 
in the big screen. Oh <laughs> once boy, yeah. again soon. You've only been in like two, no, three Abroad in Japan videos now. Three, Hokkaido, yes. the uh, studio tour. The first oh, four, one. four videos. And the teaching one. What's the other and one? And I was the cameraman of the Nakagin Tower. Oh yeah. How uh, could I forget? Yeah, that one took us, a, a, a 10 minute project took us two hours because of me. There's a, there's a video on the Chris Broad channel where I went to see the Nakagin Capsule Tower tragically being demolished at the moment. And I want to go back actually and see what state it's in. Yeah. It's probably really trippy because they've probably removed quite a few of the capsules. Mm. So it's like a crumbling block of Jenga. It's like a Lego brick <laughs> tower that's collapsing. But I went there to go and witness the first few blocks being removed and film it. And uh, I went with Pete. And you were my cameraman. Sadly. And he did a dodgy job. It was kind of my first time. It, and A normal person would have shot it in like five minutes. Pete, <laughs> yeah. I shot a scene with Pete. And uh, I looked back at the footage and he hadn't even like put my face in the shot. Well, it was up, it was neck up. It looked like <laughs> I'd been guillotined or something. <laughs> the, the, the worst part was that was my second attempt because the first one, I didn't know I had to touch the viewfinder to focus it. So you oh. were blurry and the, the Nakagin Tower was perfectly in focus. I can forgive the, the autofocus and I can forgive sloppy camera work. What I can't forgive is that I was like, Pete, make sure my faces in it given I'm speaking <laughs> and he didn't put that in and it was just like I thought you'd oh. fix it in post so we had to film it it took what should have what should have been 15 minutes it was took a, over two hours it was great what fun we had oh, from yeah. various angles I will say in my defense for, there's no defense you're right <laughs> what, what were you going to say well, the the one comment I had was a, a one take, you know, perfecto, but we had to film yours several times, mainly because you were out of focus, guillotined, and not in the shot, but... Let's just say I won't be using your uh, cameraman services again oh, anytime soon, but we'll get you me. back. We'll get you back. You're, it's unteacher. If you don't know how to put the fucking face in frame of the person he's presenting then I think we're beyond hope but uh, yeah we'll certainly get Pete back in some more videos thank you Pete for uh, coming today yeah I didn't bring my wallet but oh, I'm peckish oh, you guys God's sake <laughs> and we're going to be doing an IRL stream an in real life stream tonight on your Twitch yeah that's right uh, I'm really looking forward to that IRL stream is basically where you walk around town annoying people getting in their way hopefully not Hopefully it's annoying you and a special guest. It's quite stressful, isn't it? It's amazing technology. I've done it... I've only done it with... uh, I did it with Connor. And me. I did it with you, yeah. yeah. I jumped in there for a minute. You did. That was pretty fun. And yeah, yeah, I feel sorry for the person streaming it because you've got to be really on the ball. There's so many things that go wrong. Like when I was with Connor, you know, his machine, his camera or interface just died every like five minutes not going to happen reboot. tonight we have the best in the business helping us out excellent well I look forward to that uh, check out Pete Premier 2 over on Twitch one day he'll upload things to YouTube I just uploaded a video Pete. of my mother Premier 2 it was oh, really? great yeah it's a that. two hour interview with my mom oh that's nice it was wonderful I'll check that out yeah. uh, thank you so much for coming Pete as always see you soon thank you mate and uh, goodbye everybody have a great time <laughs> and Pete Donaldson will be back soon and get me my PlayStation 5 it's on the way Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in, guys, to abroadinjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week with Pete Donaldson, the one and only British Pete. Uh, but for now, no matter where you might be, guys, out in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days, and we'll see you right back here to do it over again on the Abroad Japan Podcast. Bye for now. See ya! Where's my PlayStation?
Japan is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. I beg your pardon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.